Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey guys, so we begin to another episode of When the Scriptures Become Real. It's again a podcast where we learn, where we study, where we grow, uh, where we try to become the best versions of ourselves as we can as we continue to serve our Lord. Again, you guys can find the podcast on YouTube and also anywhere you can get your podcast. We're just so thankful that you guys are here and that you guys have found us and you're a part of the podcast family today. So again, underneath the link in the YouTube video, I'll put a, a link to the merch. Um, I'm really excited about that. we got some new stuff out there, so go check that out. I'm really excited about uh, seeing people wearing that. So that, that's a really cool opportunity that we have to, to help people and, and to teach and evangelize with that uh, aspect as well. So before we get started, I wanted to give a quick shout out to you guys as the listeners that listen on any platform. Uh, thank you guys so much. I mean, we just made a top 100 uh, for Bible podcast, top 30. So we're just, we're thankful. We're really thankful for your support. And we're grateful that, uh, you know, you guys aren't invisible listeners uh, to where you guys come out and uh, you have conversations with me, whether in person, through text, through social media. You know, we're, we're just happy that we can do this together. So if you're listening and you haven't reached out, reach out. You know, we're here to help each other. Uh, to grow. So keep sharing, keep keep liking, keep uh, telling people about the podcast, and uh, hopefully uh, we can help more people uh, along the way. All right, so let's get started with uh, with today's topic. So I'm excited about this one. <laughs> Normally, when I have something like this, as I'm studying through the week, I'll say this is one of them ones. Okay, so this, this one's definitely going to be one of those ones today. All right, so our topic is this. What if it turns out better than you thought? What if it turns out better than you thought? So here's where we want to go with this. Here's here's our intro to it. So growing up, a lot of us have had goals, right? Dreams, things we wanted to reach towards, visions, things we saw other people do. And we're like, man, we want to do that or we want to be that or we want to be like that. And that could be with anything. But then spiritually, we could do the same thing. Man, I want to do this. I want to do that. But as you grow and as you go through life and as you, uh, you know, experience different things, sometimes that optimist thought and thinking, it can kind of turn on you. So sometimes you had thoughts that, you know, you could do this and you could become this and this can happen and this would happen and this would this would happen for you. But then it doesn't happen. So then basically the opposite happens for you, meaning that as you walk through life, the things that you thought would work the way that you thought they would work out, they work out the totally opposite way. So then as they work out the opposite way, then when opportunities, when things, when people, when all this stuff comes into your life moving forward, instead of having somewhat of an optimist attitude, it's almost like you get to the point in your life where you expect things to go wrong. So you're ready for it. It's almost kind of like this defense mechanism we have. And so when things and opportunities and people, when they come into our, to our lives, instead of kind of enjoying that moment that it's there or that they're there, it's almost like we wait for the turning. Uh, there it is. I knew it. Yep. It was going to go south. I was ready for it, though. I was ready for it. And that's really kind of not a life to live. But when you think about these situations that we go through in life and 
as we're growing and as we're developing and, and as we're growing our faith and I'm trying to grow mine. We're, we're all on a journey together. What if it in your mind, and it can be different for a lot of people, right? It can be financial. It can be spiritual, as we're talking about uh, in our podcast. It can be relational. It can be all these things. Whatever it is for you that you're dealing with or going through, that you want to see good things happen, what if it, that thing, what if it turns out better than what you thought? What if it turns out better than you thought? So I'm really looking forward to studying this and kind of conversating with you as we're as we're studying and going through this today. So kind of how do we change our thinking? I think scripture actually teaches a lot about this. You know, as we, as we walk through and as we see what the scripture says, I think there's a lot on this topic. And this is uh, there's just so much that we can go into. But here we need to change our thinking so our thinking can be a little bit better when it comes to these situations rather than always kind of, well, I just think it's going to turn out terrible, or I think it's going to fail, or I expect it to fail. So what do I need to do to change my thinking? Number one, with whatever it is in your mind, whatever that thing is, number one, we got to be real, right? The scriptures become real. We have to be honest. Number one, you have to understand that things will get worse before they get better. What a what a great way to start off an Optimist podcast, right? Things are going to get worse before they get better, but that's real. That's real. And think about it for a second. As as we walk through life and as we see things and as we go through things, sometimes the things that we go through, we try to replace quickly, whether that's with a substance, whether that's with a good time, whether that's with other people, whether that's with working extremely hard. When, when things in our lives, whatever that it is for you, whenever that it is not working or does not work or has failed completely, then in order to kind of fill that in, we fill that in with other things so that we don't have to feel the worst part. But things will get worse before they get better. So when you think about all those things we use to fill in the worst times, the thing about the worst times is that those worst times actually help you to get to better. But many times what we do is when worse happens, we try to fill in certain things so that we don't have to feel worse. So, you know, obviously, and I don't think this is done with malice or uh, malintent. I don't think this is done with that mindset. But sometimes when when friends, when family, when acquaintances, when when people see you going through a hard time, when they see you struggling in your faith, when they see you dealing with certain issues and problems that you're facing, and as you're going through these problems and issues, obviously being your friend, acquaintance, whatever they are, they don't want to see you that way, right? And because they don't want to see you that way, the advice that they give you as you're going through worse because it didn't work out, whatever that it is, when they see you going through worse, sometimes the advice that is given, again, not malintent or evil intent, but sometimes the advice that we can give to our friends and family is, well, just get over it. Like we talked about in our previous podcast. Well, you know what? Let's just go out. Let's just have a good time. And let's just kind of get out of the reality of things. And let me take you out of your reality into a different one. Well, let me in- introduce these substances and let me take you out of your current reality and take you into something else. Well, let's introduce these other people and take you out of your reality and put you into another one. What we do sometimes In order for it to turn out better than what you thought, you have to be able to be strong enough and endure reality. It's real. 
it's real. You have to be strong enough and you have to be able enough to endure reality. This is real. This hurt is real. This disappointment is real. This dream being crushed is real. You know, death is real. So instead of kind of skipping and try to hurdle over the worst part in your reality, what we need to do is understand that as we're walking together and growing together and trying to become more like Christ and trying to develop the fruits of the spirit and develop his heart and all these things, we need to understand when things happen, things will get worse before they get better. That's reality. We have to stay in reality. So here's this example. This is great, man. As we're walking through this, look at the, look at Mark chapter five, Mark chapter five. Um, this is a really, really good example of things will get worse before they get better. And again, if you're new to the podcast, open up your Bibles with us. Check this out. Um, check it over again. You know, study with us. And we really look forward to uh, seeing what you guys have to say as we study and talk through Scripture together. But Mark chapter 5, uh, beginning in verse number 24. Now, remember here, there's a woman here and she has a disease of blood for 12 years. She has an issue of blood. Now, I want you to notice her reality. Notice what's real for her. All right. Beginning in verse 24 of chapter 5. And Jesus went with them and much people followed him. And a certain woman, verse 25, which had an issue of blood for 12 years, had suffered many things of physicians and spent all that she had and nothing was better, but rather she grew the worse. All right, let's be real. What's my reality if I'm her? I have a disease. What if the reality is if you're her? You have a disease and that disease you've been dealing with for 12 years. What's the reality of it? You're sick. You're hopeless. So then what else is your reality? Not only are you sick and there's no hope seemingly, then guess what you're doing every day, every week, every month, and every year for the next 12 years. You're going to physicians, you're going to doctors, and as you're going to each physician and as you're going to each doctor, I can only imagine this woman here in Mark chapter five, after the next one, she always has kind of some sense of hope. Maybe this doctor will give me the cure. Maybe this doctor knows. Maybe this doctor has seen something that the other ones didn't see. But then constantly for 12 straight years, what does the text say in verse number number 26? She suffered many things. Things got worse. Things got worse before they got better. Things got worse before they got better. So then she spent, not only that, she suffered physically, mentally, spiritually. I'm sure those different ways that she suffered. But then notice the text said that she spent all that she had too. And then after she spent, nothing was better. And rather, what does the text say? It grew worse. Guys, we got to be real with ourselves. When we're walking through life and when the Lord allows certain things and when certain things happen and all these things that you've seen and that you that you're going to see and that you have seen, instead of trying to fill it in with other things and people so that you don't have to feel the worst part, I um, propose to you that you feel it. And one thing that I'm trying to do better as, as a friend, as a brother, as a minister, as an evangelist, as a teacher, um, what I'm trying to do better is when people ask for advice, uh, when, when people call, whether through the podcast or personal friends or wh whatever happens, when they're dealing with things that they're dealing with, 
I try my best not to give solutions anymore. Well, you should just do this. Well, you should just do that. Well, you should just, well, maybe you should. Well, maybe, you know, like instead of trying to give like a solution to somebody so they can kind of feel better about themselves, but then a week later, a month later, six months later, they're actually back to square one. Let's kind of start together. So now instead of trying to give this person a solution, how to get over worse, whatever it is for them, how can I help you right now? What, what do you need me to do for you right now? How can I encourage you and walk with you right now? Is, is that saying a prayer right now? Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Is that after services on Sunday that we talk and go out to lunch for an hour every Sunday just so we can have you can have some type of consistency? Is that is that praying over the phone? Is that meeting for coffee once a week and studying? Is that coming up to the building and praying and stuff? What what do you need me to do as you're going through worse? Because as your friend as your brother, I'm not going to try to get you to hurdle something and, and try to just fill it in. No, let's not hurdle this. Let's go through this. So what did she deal with here in Mark chapter 5? In Mark chapter 5, she understood the text literally says, nothing got better and things grew worse. You know, many times, guys, things will get worse before they get better. So why, why start with this? Especially if we're trying to talk about an optimistic attitude, why start with this? Because when you deal in reality and when you deal with what's real and when you deal with what you have to face, whether that's your spiritual, whether that's your literal heart, whether that's your physical body, whatever you have to face, if you face those things head on, when things actually get better, it's because you stayed in the worst. When things get better, it's actually because you stayed and you stuck with it when things got worse. You went through every single millisecond of those hard nights. You went through all those times where you've had to walk alone in your circumstances. You've had to deal with all those times. You had to deal with it and you didn't fill it in with anything or you didn't try to replace things. You went through every single second. So when things got better, you're prepared for better. Why? Because you stuck through it in the worst. And the worst actually got you stronger for better. You know, so that's what we have to do. But notice the text. Look at what happens here. So then verse 27. And when she heard of Jesus, she came into the press behind and she touched his garment. For she said, verse 28, if I may touch but his clothes, I will be whole. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. So then after all this happens, notice verse number 34, or verse 33. And the woman was tearing, fearing, and trembling, knowing what was done in her. And she fell down before him and told him all the truth. Verse 34. And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. So notice what she did. During those 12 years, she was persistent. 
She was persistent in trying to find a solution. But then after she was persistent, I find something here in verse 33 where she came before him and told Jesus everything. You know, as we're dealing with our, our struggles, our trials, our disappointments, our hurts, walking through the valleys in life, many times the only person that we forget to legit talk to is God. And when I mean talk to, I mean bear it all. You know, I think about Psalm chapter 37, when Psalm 37 says, commit thy way unto the Lord. Commit literally means to roll it all out. I mean, just let him know every single feeling, what you're feeling now, what you think you're going to feel, why you felt this way, all these things. I mean, you just have to talk to him. You have to talk to him. And so this woman told him, Lord, this is everything that has happened. But then things got better. Why did things get better for her? Because she did the work when things were worse. You know, I heard a quote. I hope I get this right because sometimes it could be a, a tongue twister. But sometimes, guys, when we talk about when we go through the worst in life, um, many times we replace worse and we try to hurdle over worse things in our lives and try to fill it with things that we seemingly in the moment think is better. And so I heard a quote, uh, I heard someone say, be careful for replacing good for what's better. Because when you find out that better ain't good, good has already found better. So we got to be careful. We got to be careful. And so as we go through these things, what if it, whatever that it is for you, right? In that little orb of it, whatever that it is, what if it turns out better than you thought? Well, the first step in order to get to better is you have to understand that the journey moving forward is not going to be some magical thing where because we love God and follow him and we want to do what he says and we follow his commands and we serve him and we grow and we add to our faith and we seek first the kingdom and we have his heart and we do all these things that magically tomorrow or next week or next month or next year, your situation is going to change as your friend and someone that cares. I'm going to let you know the likelihood of that happening is not is not real. Now, can God do whatever he wants with other people? Yes, for some people, it may be quicker. For others, they may have to go on a longer journey. But understand whether it's quick or long, understand what are you going to have to face at some point? Worse. You're going to have to face worse. So let's understand the reality of things. What if it turns out better than you thought? Well, what do I have to do? I have to have the mindset moving forward. I will keep doing the right things. I will keep learning how to do the right things, but I will understand that things will get worse before they get better. But then kind of as we're talking together and as we're kind of developing this um, a little bit more, here's, here's something that's super important about just kind of what I've seen personally. You know, when you, when you talk about things will get worse before they get better, you can always skip the process. You know, you can always skip the process and you can always kind of jumpstart yourself with certain things and certain people to jumpstart yourself to feel a certain way. And I'm sure that however and whoever and whatever you want to use to jumpstart yourself to get over worse, I'm sure and I'm actually confident that you could do that. I'm actually confident that you could do that. But here's, here's what I'm afraid of if you decide to go that way as we're studying together. Here's what I'm afraid of. 
because of what I've seen and having conversations and meetings and, uh, you know, to provide counsel and all these things, I come to the common denominator with even myself and with all these people that I talk to is I wish I would have thought. I wish I would have stuck it out. I wish I would have gone through that rather than jumpstarting myself. Because here's the thing with a jumpstart, even with a car, even with something physical, you can jumpstart and you can get 5, 10, 15, 30 miles ahead of everybody else. But eventually, the thing about a jumpstart or nitro, no matter what it is, it's going to fizz out. So when you fizz out with whatever and whoever and wherever you go, whenever you fizz out, you're fizz out. You're going to go down hard. And I've seen friends and family and acquaintances, I've seen them go down hard because they got jump starts. They got jump starts and they thought they were doing something because I got a jump start on this. I got a jump start financially. I got a jump start relationally. I got a jump start seemingly spiritually. I got a jump start. Then what happens inevitably? What like Thanos says, I am inevitable. Inevitably what happens? They fizz out. And then when they fizz out, I'm telling y'all, it's a different type of pain when you fizz out and sometimes there's nothing you can do in some circumstances and I just one thing that just bothers me is when your friends and family and even yourself when you make decisions like that you know and and then there's there's nothing that you can do to help them to kind of ah I just kind of want to take you out of this Ah, I just kind of want to change your situation because I care about you so much I just want to change your situation for you. But that's what hurts sometimes as you're serving people and serving friends and serving brethren is you can't change it. You can't change it. So we got to be smart. Now, just because you can't change it, we should still walk and grow and help and be there and walk with and pray with and fight with those brethren. But this is this is why it's so important, guys, to stick in reality. Feel that hurt. Feel that pain, learn from the disappointment, learn from these things. And then as you grow through worse, you will be better for when better comes. But you have to be patient when better comes. Here's a quick thing before we keep moving forward as we're talking together. Have you guys ever gone through a period of your life? You may be there now. Um, You may be getting there. You may not have gotten there, but just just keep living. Lord willing, you'll be able to feel this. And I'm going to try my best to explain this feeling. Have you guys ever been through like a, I guess a chain reaction of things in life where for six months or for a year or even for, you know, just a a couple months, but things kind of chain linked together where it's almost like this domino effect where you can almost feel it like go down. Everything just goes downhill. And it's almost like no matter how hard you work in that time frame of that year or six months, these chain of events just keep happening. And as they keep happening, it's almost like you were destined to fail in that situation. So you failed at whatever the it was. So then that chain reaction for six months to a year, and you're just like, I think I'm done. I think I'm done. Like I can't, I can't keep going anymore. Like it's difficult. But then the moment you get to that point where it's like, I think I'm done. I think I think this is it. When you get to that point, because of your because of your faith 
because of your fidelity, because you actually were one of the rare few that actually faced every millisecond of worse. I can't, I, I know that this is the Lord. I wish I could explain it more, but all I could say is this is God. Things click. It's weird. I'm telling you, it's, it's one of the best feelings in the world, but it's weird. It's weird because as it clicks for you, it's not because of you. It's not because of your, your, you know, your thoughts. It's not because of your strength. It's not because of who you know. It's not because of networking. It's not because of, I mean, you've done nothing. You've done nothing but done your absolute best just to be faithful. And as you're being faithful through worse, it just clicks. Things things just literally line up. I cannot explain. It literally just lines up. And it's it's like it's like a puzzle coming together. And as a puzzle comes together, it almost kind of validates you because you're like, I the Lord helped me because of your faith and your fidelity. So what if it turns out better than you thought? Well, you have to get through and stick it through when it gets worse, just like this woman in Mark chapter five. So then number two, here's another thought as we study together. What if it turns out better than you thought? Before we keep going, again, we're so thankful for you guys' support. If you want to support the podcast, um, you can visit uh, anchor.fm slash when scriptures become real. And then you guys can check out that. You can support the podcast. And I'm just so thankful for you guys and your support. And that link will be under the YouTube video. And that's also on uh, the Spotify uh, link as well. So you guys can support the podcast there. So here's number two. What if it turns out better than you thought? Number one, things will get worse before they get better. Understand the reality. Be real with yourself. Be real with your situation. Be real. Then number two. As we talk about, it may turn out better than you thought. It might look different than you expect. So with God, what we have to do with him, as you look at his character and you look at how he works through scripture, he doesn't work in how we think things need to work out. And he doesn't work in ways that makes you comfortable and makes you feel comfortable That's not how he operates. But sometimes we have the mindset, if something isn't comfortable, if something isn't working my way, if something isn't even working towards my thoughts of how I thought it should work out, that's not God. You're walking in circles. You're literally chasing your tail if that's how you you go through life. So what we have to do, what if it turns out better than you thought? Your mind as a faithful Christian as a faithful person who's trying to get through the worst, you have to keep your mind open. You have to keep your mind open because whatever that it is for you, we all have like a vision of how we want it to turn out, whatever that it is. And that it changes year after year. And so our vision of it, it's kind of like we see, where does that it come from? That it comes from seeing you know, our friends and how it went through for them So we take option one, option two, option three from our friends. Okay, I'm glad whatever it was worked out for them. So I'll kind of take a little piece from all three of them mentally. And then I'll say, okay, it worked out for them that way. I want to put my flavor on it. So this is how I wanted it to work out. So then what happens when the Lord does nothing according to how you want it or how you've seen it work for other people? What are you going to do? 
So now you have to keep your mind open because it might look different than what you expect. And the path to get there, the path to get to it, is probably gonna look pretty rough. It's gonna look rough. So here's a couple examples. I think about Daniel in Daniel chapter one. You know, Daniel is such a great, great book as you study this because there's so much uh, prophecy in here. There, there's so much going on here uh, in this book. But you know, you think about Daniel as Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon at the time, which was a powerhouse, right? Powerhouse nation then. Um, but Babylon besieges Jerusalem. And as he besieges Jerusalem and, and Daniel, you know, I believe that, you know, as Daniel was growing up, he didn't expect to be captive. You know, he kind of expected maybe I can grow up, have a family, do all these things, own this, live here in town. You know, I, I didn't think I would have to literally be uprooted, be captured, be taken as a slave, have my name changed, and then go through all these things in Babylon. So the journey for Daniel is totally different, wasn't it? The journey was different. But even though the journey looked different, mentally, he still was able to have faith and go through worse. So look at this. Look at Daniel 1 and look at verse 4. So now uh, the king spake and the king was choosing out certain men that he needed. Now verse 4, they're searching out for children in whom there was no blemish, but they were well favored. They were skillful in all wisdom, cunning in knowledge, understanding science, and as such had ability in them to stand in the king's palace whom they might teach the learning and the tongue of the Chaldeans. Looking for special guys. Looking for special guys. So here's what's what we need to, when we talk about, you know, what if it turns out better than you thought, whatever situation you're going through and however hard it is, you cannot control circumstances and how you want things to turn out. Number one. Number two, you cannot bargain with God to have him control circumstances. Now, we can pray things according to his will. We can ask for help. We can cast all our care, but we can't come to him and guarantee that a situation is going to change. We can't do that either. So now, understanding that, we have to understand, okay, if that's the case, no matter what happens, the one thing that can stay consistent is the strength of your faith. That's what you have to focus on. You have to focus on the strength of your faith. Because guess what? You can't control other people. You can't control their minds. You can't control their hearts. You can't control circumstances. You can't control that. But what you can control as people change, as their minds change, as their hearts change, as your circumstances change, as, you, as those things change, what can stay constant? You and your heart. Because you control that. So now here... Daniel, being this type of man in, in verse number four already, when he was taken, after he was taken, he still kept the same mind. And now that he kept the same mind, then later on, right, then verse eight, Daniel, instead of eating the king's meat, Daniel purposed in his heart to not defile himself. So he still kept his resolve. So we got to think, guys, your journey to it whatever the Lord wants that it to be for you, your journey to that it may look different than, than you expect. You know, I think about Joseph. He literally had a dream. 
dreams with an S. And so those dreams that Joseph had, do you think that Joseph thought that he, his family would have to hate him in order for his dream to come true? Did you think that Joseph had to literally be a slave in order for his dream to come true? Did you think he thought that? Do you think Joseph thought that he would have to go to jail for his dream to come true? Do you think Joseph had to be accused of being somebody that he's not in order for his dream to come true? Here's the thing, guys. In order for your dream, for it to come true for you, things might get so bad. Things might get so bad in order for your dream to be fulfilled. But when things go bad, you have to focus on getting there with the Lord. But here's the danger of that. Whatever that it is for you, as you're walking through life and as we're journeying together, whatever that it is, here's the danger part. And here's something that I think is very important for us as we, as we study and talk together. <coughs> here's what's important. So on the way to it, as we're journeying, because you see all these things and it's failure after failure and it's hurt after hurt, and it's all these things continuously keep happening to you. Many times what we can do is we can let the journey kill the dream. Don't ever let that happen. You can let your journey kill the dream. And unfortunately, this is what tends to happen sometimes. And I fall into this too. Unfortunately, because God allows these things to happen. Because God has allowed it. Then we blame God. God, it's your fault that I can't have this. It's your fault that things aren't working out. But who's guiding us? The Lord. You know, I think about Psalm chapter 23 where David says, you know, he's talking about he leadeth me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. <clears throat> All these things. A shepherd. And, here, and here's another, you know, kind of resource for you too. Uh, there's a great little book. I think you can find it on Amazon. Um it's called A Shepherd Looks at Psalm 23. It's ridiculous. It's, it's pretty good. But it literally gives a literal shepherd's view of Psalm 23. And <clears throat> that shepherd said, as I'm leading sheep, the sheep complain. The sheep stray. The sheep literally go in packs and they have leaders that take them other places because they don't trust me. Because I take them through valleys. I take them through rocky hills. I take them through places where there's no water. I take them through rainstorms. I take them I take them through a lot. But I know where I'm going. But sometimes the sheep don't trust me that I know where I'm going. So then sometimes the sheep gain a mind of their own. As I'm reading that, guess what I'm like, yep, that's me. <laughs> yep. Yep. We're definitely the Lord definitely called us the right type of animal. <laughs> We're definitely sheep. We are definitely sheep. But sometimes it may look different than you expect. But the Lord just requires your faithfulness. Yes, I do not understand why my family hates me. I do not understand why I've literally been thrown away like a rag doll, thrown to the side like I'm nothing. I do not understand why that happened. I do not understand why I'm seen as the villain. I do not understand. I don't get it. But the Lord has a plan. I have to stay faithful. I got to stay faithful. Because I know it's not over. 
And for you, as we're walking together, I just want to encourage you. I don't know your journey. I don't know your walk, but it's not over. Like, it's not over. And one thing that helps me personally, and maybe this is kind of a little, as Dennis said, a little gold nugget that can help you, is, like, I want to see the end. And I can't see the end of God's faithfulness if in the middle, as a sheep, I've lost all control and I'm so tired of walking through valleys year after year that you know what, I'm out, I'm done. And I'm gonna take some people with me too that, that are done too. And we're all just gonna walk off when we were this close. We were literally this close, literally one more season, one more year. One more month, we were this close. But because currently we didn't get it, we're out. Don't go out yet. Don't go out yet, keep walking. And this goes to our last point here in our third one as we're talking and studying together. What if it turns out better than you thought? Understand, things are gonna get worse before they get better. We gotta be real. We gotta be real. We gotta go through the realness of reality and life. Two, it may look different than how you expect. Looking at Joseph, looking at Daniel. But Daniel, he didn't expect those things to happen, but the Lord exalted him in a situation that he didn't expect. Same with Joseph. Then number three, as we kind of hinted at the end of the second one, you're actually closer to the end than you think. What if? What if you're closer to the end than you think? You know, I saw an image of a picture, and you may have seen it too. These two guys are digging uh, with picks underground. So it's like, here's a picture here, here's a picture here, and they're both digging dirt. <clears throat> and as they're both digging dirt, there's one guy that's standing here, but he's got a bunch of dirt left in front of him. But then at the end, you can see literally piles, piles of diamonds. So he has, he's just chipping away. He's chipping away and he's chipping away. So you can see that he's getting closer to the pile of diamonds. But then the guy at the bottom, he's already chipped. I mean, and you can tell he's considerably just a bit older than the younger guy. But he has chipped and chipped and chipped and chipped and chipped. And so literally, if you look at the picture, if he just swipes it one more time, all those diamonds fall. But because he's been chipping for so long that he's lost hope, that he feels like the more I chip, the more I waste time. I'm wasting time right now. I'm wasting, I'm, I'm not making choices. I'm not making moves. I'm not making splashes. I'm not doing stuff. I'm not doing what everybody else is doing. I'm not, I'm not doing anything. But then he was this close to the diamonds. But then the last image of that picture is him with his pick walking off when he was this close. Guys, let me encourage you. A lot of times with whatever it is for you, a lot of times we kind of, we psych ourselves out and we let others psych ourselves out when we're so close. And the Lord is saying, we're, you were, you're so close. You know, I think about Nicodemus. You know, remember he came to, to, to Jesus, you know, and he asked questions, being a Pharisee, which is huge, coming to Jesus by night, a secret meeting. He's asking, he's inquiring, he's thinking. You can tell his heart is changing. But Jesus said, you were so close. You're so close to the kingdom. But for some reason, you didn't want to give up comfort. You were so close. 
for some reason, you don't want to be seen different from your family. You were so close. For some reason, you don't want to give that up. You were so close. You were so close. Don't be so close. Take it. Let the Lord help you take it. You know, I think about Elijah in 1 Kings 19. And Elijah's kind of like us. Elijah's spent. Elijah's done. And as he's done, you know, he tells the Lord, literally, I want to die. Like, I think it's, I want to die. And as he's doing all these things, the Lord helps him. And the Lord, and it's almost like, guys, for us, things have to get to the point where you, you're basically almost done. But if your faith and your fidelity sticks through, the Lord says, oh, no, you're not done. Get yourself something to eat. Strengthen yourself. Get your mind right. I'm going to provide you a companion. Let's keep going. And what did the Lord provide him? Elisha. All right. It's not just you. Now you came out of the fire with somebody else. Now let's keep doing my work. Guys, you're so we're, we're so close. We could be so much closer. And that's one thing that kind of drives me too personally. And maybe this can help you is I got to see it. I got to see the end. I got to see how this turns out. But I can't see it if I quit. You can't see it if you quit. So as we talk and as we study together and as we kind of grow and, and help our faith, guys, what if it, whatever your problem, whatever your issue, whatever your struggle is, whatever you're trying to get over, whatever you're trying, whatever that is, what if it turns out better than you thought? We have to let the Lord help us because he's the only one that can guide and you, you got to trust him. You have to trust him, and, and I'm just going to be real with you guys as we close. <clears throat> as you trust him, there's going to be things that are going to happen that you will not agree with. There's going to be things that are that are going to happen that are not fair. There's going to be things that are going to happen where you're going to have to suffer in silence. There's going to be things that are going to happen that you're actually the one seen as the problem. There's going to be things that are going to happen where, you know, you're going to question your faith. You're going to question your sanity. It's going to be, it's going to be hard and it's going to be real. But when we go through this, that's the walk that brings you the closest to Christ. Take that walk. Don't be afraid to take that walk. And the beautiful thing about this as we're having this podcast together and as we do this thing together, you guys, like we said in the beginning, this is what I love about when the scriptures become real about our podcast is you guys aren't an invisible audience. You guys are our audience that is interactive. We talk together. We pray together. We go through issues together where we're, people are restored together. So many things, so many good things have happened. So, I mean, don't do this by yourself. But I just want to let you know, taking this walk, there's a cost. And you got to count it. But as you count this cost, understand, though, we're here. We're here to help you. And we're here to encourage you. And we're here to, you know, help to, uh, you know, increase your faith so that you can keep walking as well. So, man, we're just so thankful for you guys. I told you it was one of those ones. <laughs> this is going to be one of them ones. So I appreciate you guys. And just so thankful for, for your guys' support. I mean, this... Just to be a, just to have this and to be able to do this in the studio, I, it's just kind of overwhelming at times. And 
Uh, I'm just thankful for you guys and keep sharing the podcast and liking it. And let's let's see what we can invite more people here to the podcast family and uh, let, let's help more people. You know, let's grow and let's develop. So I appreciate you guys. And Lord willing, we will see you guys uh, next week. Thanks, guys.